All right, it's time for the Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK, brought to you by Cypress Credit Union. As the longest-serving credit union in Utah, Cypress Credit Union is here to help with all your financial needs. Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. Hey, yeah! This is the Zone Sports Network. Back to Joe, and he'll flush! And it's time to hear from the best-looking, most charismatic... And certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz. Jingle Bells! Joe Ingles. Gives it back to Joe till the cop slams it in. And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. This is the Joe Ingles Show. (laughs) With DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Time to welcome in Joe Ingles. Joe, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, you had the all-star break. You had time with Renee and the kids. You got to put your feet up a little bit, mentally get away from hoops. So I just wondered if you're feeling good after all of that. Refreshed, revitalized, ready to go. Yeah, I mean, it's. I went in and uh, worked out yesterday and Dennis was there and asked how I felt. And I was like, if we could have all-star break like once a month i'd be i'd be able to play forever um, no it's it's obviously nice to um kind of get away for a little bit spend some time with the family like i said um last week i felt like uh jack's three months now and i feel like i um have barely seen him or spent any time with him so just to to be with renee and the kids and, and hang out a little bit and um yeah like you said kind of kind of switch off for a minute so for you, uh, being 33 years of age, what's more important, a physical or mental rest? Uh, probably both. <laughs> um, uh, I think, like I've said before, I, I know my body obviously now and, and kind of what I need to do and, and what I don't need to do when I need to take a break or whatever. And um, uh, I think just the, the schedule we've got and with everything else in place, with the, the testing and all that that goes on this year, mentally it has been a bit more draining. Um, we've been testing all over the place on the road. We have to test at like 11, 12 o'clock at night as the last test. When we're at home, we have to drive back in the, the evening and test every night. And so just the, the obviously it's, um, there's a there's a lot a lot worse going on in the world, but but obviously for us it's, it's a bit different. So yeah, just a a nice break from from both of them. Um, still went into the the gym. We stayed in Utah the whole time, so still went into the gym a couple of times and got some some lifts in and some workouts and some shots up and stuff. So um, first practice back tonight. Um, so yeah, we'll be, be ready to go. So do you have one hard practice? Break a sweat, go five on five, go at it a little bit to really get back into it, or? Your veterans, and that would be a waste of time and energy. And Quinn would never do that. How does that work? No, nah, well, I well, I don't know uh, what Quinn's thinking most of the time, but um, I would I would say we would do something kind of pretty intense tonight just to get after a little bit. I think having a, a more veteran team, I think guys know what they needed to do during the break to to stay ready um, and to be ready for for Friday, um, but. I think regardless of what everyone was doing, still to get to, together on the court, play some five and five, actually get up and down a little bit, I think it would be, be good for our group. So we, we've done that every every time um, since I've been here for, for Quinn's seven years. So I assume we would do something 
Um, obviously, as a team, we'll get some shots up, probably get a little a lift in, get a sweat up, like you said, get up and down a little bit and um, get into some recovery before, obviously, playing tomorrow. So going forward here, man, you guys got a slew of games. I mean, you, for the next three weeks at least, and I haven't looked beyond that, you got four games each of those three weeks apiece. Uh, how is it going to be physically, that veteran ball club, to make sure that you guys can find some ways to stay fresh? Yeah, I mean, um, obviously as a as a player in the team, as a competitor, you, you, want, you want to be out there as much as possible um, and, and play as much as possible. Um, uh, I think the benefit of our group is is the depth we've got and, and obviously adding Urson, Urson as well. Um, we're, we're a deep team, so I feel like there's there's probably times that, that Quinn will, I don't know if he'll rest guys or, or what will happen, but um, yeah, just, just be smart with it because obviously we've We've started off well. We've we've got a good record at the moment and all that, but we we obviously need to keep it going. But we flip side of that, we we need to be fresh and kind of ready for the playoffs too. So uh, you, we we obviously still want to win games and and be playing the right way, the way we want to play. But um, I have no doubt at some point guys will be in and out a little bit. And obviously there's there's injuries and and all that as well. So um, yeah, I'm sure we'll be smart about it. And we've got to great uh, performance healthcare team that'll that'll kind of be on top of that and we'll, we'll figure it out as we go but uh, I think as a as a player you want to be out there as much as you can you mentioned the performance healthcare team and uh, that involves a lot of people doing a lot of different things I don't think fans know how complete and thorough a team that is part of that um, the massage therapy you go you go through, and a guy I only knew a little bit, but he was always really nice to talk to, and a guy you knew really well. Doug Brell passed away during this uh, All Star break. He's only fifty one, and I understand he had cancer and all that. And we just see from how many guys, not just current players, but former players, uh, were on social media. That that hit everybody pretty hard, didn't it? Yeah, it was uh, obviously. Well, it's, I mean, it's tough to to talk about because it's so fresh and, and new um, but yeah he, he was battling cancer for a little while and um, got himself back and, and ready for the, the bubble which I think for for him now I know kind of what's happened this, this past few days I, I think the bubble experience for him um, would have been something really special just to be with our group and he he did have to battle back just to be healthy enough to come to that so I think for, for him to, to get that experience um, with, with our group, and like you said, he, he was he was such a big part of our group. He was kind of that glue guy off the court. I, I would say he, he'd been here for for 21 years with the Jazz. Um, I think three or four years before that, with just Carl and, and John, who hired him as a as a private massage therapist, and then he got brought on with the Jazz in '99, I think. So um, unbelievable guy. Um, which I mean, as long as I'm here, and I, I think. As long as anyone that's a part of the Jazz, I think they'll they'll always Doug, Doug will always be talked about. Everyone that ever plays for the Jazz from now on will will always know about him. And um, yeah, just a obviously extremely extremely sad day because I mean I was FaceTiming him a week ago, or whatever it was, talking to him, and, and no hints of of him feeling any worse or anything. Um, he would always be that that positive guy, no matter obviously how he was feeling. So um, 
walking into to his massage room will, will always will always be different now. Um, will always feel different. Um, but like I said, he'll. I mean, me personally, but I know that Jazz won't as well. He'll never be forgotten around here. Um, he was a, a pretty integral part of, of our group. So um, sad day for for all of Jazz fans and obviously the inner inner sanctum that, that really knew him. Um, and obviously to, to Melissa, his wife, and his three daughters that will uh, will always be here to, to support her and and, her, and his girls and, and anything they need. So um, yeah, tough a tough week for, for, for all of us. Have you had any interaction with uh, Ilya Silva along the way? Um, I did hear you knuckleheads talking about um, <laughs> someone asking a European if they knew him and figured that every European yeah. knows yeah, everybody. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I've, I've been asked, like, oh, you know John from Australia, right? <laughs> there's, 20, there's 23 million people in Australia. Like, no, I don't know John from Wollongong in Australia. Um, but no, I, I mean, I, I, I've known, obviously known of him. I've kind of brief interactions um, with him. Uh, we we both played for, for Barcelona for a little bit there, not together, but so there's, there's a little bit of that. But um, yeah, obviously, yeah. Uh, a good player that, for, for whatever reason, didn't didn't have a job up to now, and did. I mean, I think what goes unnoticed a little bit is he he did have a fairly decent contract that was going to be guaranteed when he got traded to Sacramento for Bogdanovich, and the trade fell through, and then they needed Milwaukee needed that money for other other guys. So, um, yeah, just a, a a really good fit for us, I think. You know, my wife uh, was in California and went to grad school in Chicago and literally got asked, Joe, you were from California? She's from Montana. Do you know each other? Are you kidding me? Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. People on the East Coast. No idea. Uh, Joe, the other thing we need to ask you about is that uh, we couldn't help but notice in the middle of the All-Star break that you started a NASCAR race in Las Vegas and looked like you might have done it from an office in Utah you a big NASCAR fan? What was going on there? <laughs> um, it wasn't from anywhere in Utah. I actually did the video on the road one trip um, for the for yeah for, for the for the NASCAR race. So um, yeah, it was. I mean, it was something I probably never thought I'd do. I didn't really know. I, I the only thing I probably regret is I didn't watch any previous and and like video entries of how to how they started and there was obviously some much more passionate videos than mine <laughs> but i just didn't know it was something i'd uh, i never knew or never thought i'd do so i didn't really i so i i do regret that not not kind of doing a bit more research but um yeah it was it was pretty cool um i had a lot of messages about it and um yeah it was something something cool to do so one-year anniversary of everything coming to a halt when you guys were in OKC. You got any memories that you want to share? Um, I mean, it was, yeah, I don't know, pretty, I guess it's been a pretty crazy 12 months if you think about it. Um, we had probably just kind of, or we were probably heading to shoot-around now, more or less, or during shoot-around, and figured we were going to be playing a regular game like we had for X amount of games before that and 
um, yeah, and then obviously everything kind of happened. So um, I think the hardest, the hardest part, the saddest part is kind of how many people and businesses and individuals have, have lost jobs or, or companies and businesses have either shut down or, or lost a lot of business. And um, I was kind of joking and Renee was kind of laughing, but kind of upset. So like she, she literally hasn't left the house in 12 months. Like it's with obviously the NBA stuff and the protocols and, and obviously three kids and, and prior to this being pregnant and all that. Um, she literally has not left the house for anything like so um, they're, they're the parts I kind of think about that are, that obviously hurt and are, and are sad and um, yeah been a it's been a crazy 12 months it's hopefully it's we're obviously in a lot better place now than where we were 12 months ago or, or six months ago so hopefully if the vaccine keeps keeps coming people keep doing that people people keep being smart with with masks or whatever the the rules are hopefully soon we can uh, go back to some sort of normalcy and feel free again. That'd be good. I think you can get a lot of people to second that. Can you can you explain to people how different the NBA lifestyle is than it was a year ago? How much everything has changed for you guys? Because people see you playing the games without fans, but I don't know how much they know behind the scenes how different things are. Oh, it's it's not, and it's almost. We were kind of joking with our rookies of like, you'll actually have to re- redo your rookie year next year because <laughs> there's nothing they can they can do or we can do or we can't even make them do anything for us because there's nothing to do. So, um, no, it's it's. I, I like you said. I, I think the crowd is the obvious one, which is still, it's still different. Like, I think the weirdest part is like, especially for. For jazz fans or for for, the, for our team, we I think we were one of the first to have fans. We upped our fans probably first as well. Um, so we are pretty used to kind of having fans in the arena. So when we go to other arenas and they don't, that's that's different for us because we we're, we're probably more used to it than a lot of other teams. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously not a, a normal year. We could, I mean, if you're at home, you can obviously kind of do whatever you want. We can go to restaurants. We can go to Utah Utes games. You can go to football games. Like whatever you want to do, it's, it's normal living. Um, obviously now, I don't even know exactly what the rules are, but we're not allowed to really do anything with going out to eat in like an enclosed area. So I think we could... I think I, I, had, I don't even go out to eat, so I haven't really read the rules, but I think you can go out to eat if it's outdoors and you like six feet away from people um, on the road is probably the biggest changes um, just because you would normally fly into a city and guys would have family or friends or, or whoever, the, the other team, um, someone you know and, and go and catch up and have dinner or um, I would go to see, go have dinner at Paddy Mills' house um, if we flew into San Antonio and vice versa so literally on the road, we're, we're not allowed to leave that room. So if we order food, it has to be either room service or Uber Eats. Um, obviously, can't do any, like, seeing any people. We, we test twice, sometimes three times in a day, depending on the time of the game. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's extremely different. It's not... Like, a, <laughs> there's a lot of times that we would land in a city and, and I wouldn't see my teammates until shoot-around. Um, 
guys have, like I said, family, friends, or whatever it is, they might be from that city and go home for the night or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, really different. But, again, it kind of is what it is at this point until we figure out, um, I don't know, more vaccines or, the, or whatever, whatever the whatever the best way um, to be able to move forward. But, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy, but it is what it is. I, again, I can't complain. We can't complain. We, we're still getting paid a stupid amount of money to, to throw a basketball around, whether there's a 1,000 people in the gym, 10,000 or, or no fans. So, um, yeah, can't complain too much. So as you manage this boredom when you're on the road, has it maybe helped concentration in terms of basketball or not at all? I think you get a, a bit of both. It's um, Obviously, you can concentrate you more and all that because there's nothing to do. Also, the the boredom, kind of the boredom part of it, like guys probably watching games more, overanalyzing performances more a little bit because I, I know I used to do that a lot when, but like prior to Renee and the kids or when Renee would go home for the second half of the season, I would finish a game. And this was in Europe too, like finish a game and then um, I would go home and if I'd played bad or whatever, I'd be watching the game and kind of be in my own head a little bit about what, what I've done wrong or what I what I need to do. Like, and you, for me, which I've, I mean, we've spoken about it before, but for me, like, the best feeling is going home to Renee and the kids and trying to get to sleep as soon as possible or, or Renee telling me stories about what happened at dinner or bedtime with the kids or, or whatever and kind of completely, for, for me anyway, kind of zoning away from that. Um, uh, I think for me personally, it's, it's been a big reason of, of my play and what I've been able to kind of just focus on when I'm in the gym, I'm I'm locked in and I'm all there. But then when I'm away from it, it's complete opposite. I don't think about basketball. I don't really talk about basketball. And um, so I think guys will be different. Some guys will, like I know Donovan is a massive basketball watcher. Like he, he will watch every game, college, NBA. He'll have three screens in his room watching different sports and all that. Where I watched Married at First Sight with Renee last night. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of COVID, we understand you have to go get tested, so we need to let you go. The machine marches on. The machine keeps grinding. It never blinks. It never sleeps, Joe. It did. We were testing the whole All-Star break. I'm currently sitting out in front of the practice facility where probably about 80% of our team is here about to get tested and then go home for the day and come back and practice tonight when we get our results. There you go. All right, Joe. Well, thanks for a window into your world. Congrats on your NASCAR debut. Next time you do it, you can just really start screaming and hollering. I know. If they, well, if I ever get an invite back, which I probably won't because I don't know how many fans, I'll, I think it was uh, someone did it the next day and they sent it. Someone tweeted it to me like, this is how it's supposed to be done. And he was like on the stage screaming. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Uh, if I ever get another chance. NASCAR, if you ever give me another chance, I promise it'll be better. Okay. All right, Joe, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right, there you go. There is Joe Ingles, his weekly visit. And that was, uh, that was Derek Carr, the Raiders quarterback, who got up there and sold it, brought the high-energy performance. All right, uh, Joe Ingles, the Joe Ingles Show, brought to you by Cypress Credit Union, where your future is our future.